I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Let me tell you about Dr. Yasmin and the dedicated team at Family Dental Center, where patients always come first. FDC offers a range of dental services from dental hygiene and restorative treatment to Invisalign and whitening. Their goal is to provide top quality care in a stress-free environment. And here's the best part. FDC makes going to the dentist easy with convenient hours, online booking options, direct billing to insurance, and emergency appointments. Make sure you stay up to date on all things Family Dental Center by following following them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC family. You know what I love? What? A pandemic business. Same. Designs by Alexis Rose bloomed into existence in February 2020 after she moved to Quinty with her supportive partner. Alexis has truly blossomed her business. With nearly a decade of experience, she uses her skills to create gorgeous florals for weddings, local markets, workshops, and monthly floral subscriptions. She's currently booking 2024 weddings, and you can pick up her stunning dried and fresh bouquets at Your Creative Junction and the Cookie Jar in Belleville. Get a little more pretty in your doom scrolling and follow at Designs by Alexis Rose on Facebook and Instagram. Intro extra. Intro extra. Welcome to July 7th? July 6th. July 6th. July 6th. Um, what's important about July 6th? Mm, I'm out of my depressive episode, I think. That's that's good news. Promising. That's, that's very good news. Yeah, feels nice. Yeah. <laughs> to not have the scaries, the doom and gloom, if you will. Yeah. Good. Not Instagram uh, <laughs> Instagram launched threads last night. Yeah. Yep, that happened. So we looked at that this morning. Yeah, we just made accounts if you want to give us a follow. Um I think it's all like linked through Instagram. I think so. But yeah, our username's just at Babes of Quinny. I can't promise that we're gonna update it all the time because Mm-mm. we have so many social networks. So many social networks. It's exhausting. You know what's scary? Like the worst part about new social networks for me is the fact that it's like it's not only myself that has to like make an account. I have to make one for cool hits in Quinty, Bubble Radio Advertising, Starboard. Starboard. And then I have to explain it to people. Yeah. We have to be like, here's why we're doing this now. And then everyone is mad at me. <laughs> I'm not. No, I know. But, but everyone's everyone, mad because yeah. I'm going to start adding more things to their plate. Yeah. I'm like, listen. We're just trying to do what society's telling us. I'm just trying to be ahead of the curve. It's a challenge. It's really hard and people don't like change. I've learned. They don't. Um, which is totally fair because I'm not particularly stoked about this either. I super struggle with change in general. So, well, yeah. you saw me when I first saw it. I was like, no. um, not loving that we have another social. So platform. we'll see how this one kind of plays out. It's supposed to kind of, if you don't know anything about this, it's supposed to, it's the Instagram and Facebook equivalent of Twitter because what's been going on at Twitter is a total shit show. You can just Google that because I can talk about that for hours. You have taught me a lot about it. Yeah, seriously, it's crazy. Like at this point, I think it's like they're like screwing themselves entirely. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And it's a public safety issue at in certain points. Oh. Well, because like I'm going to go on a little tangent. Let's do it. So the way it works now is... Before, I could just, like, if you weren't logged into Twitter, if you didn't have a Twitter account, I could send you a tweet. Mm -hmm. So where this might be important is if there's, like, public safety issues. So there's, like, a fire, there's a road closure, there's a tornado, something. Mm -hmm. There's bad shit happening. It's, like, a way to send information 
in a quick way. The problem now is you have to have an account to be able to view any tweets. You also oh. are limited to the amount of tweets that you can see in a day. That's weird. So Do you have to pay more to see more? You pay more to see more, but it's still limited. Of course, of course. Of course. Because they don't want like chat GBT scrolling Twitter. Oh, is that what happens? Well, that's what it, he's like. Yeah, there's too many bots and chat GBT is scrolling Twitter too much. And I'm like, realistically, like, I get it. But also, like, what happens if there's a giant tornado like somewhere in the States, Tornado mm-hmm. Alley? And people, a lot of people get their news updates from Twitter. From Twitter, yeah. You know what I mean? So what happens if you're scrolling and you're scrolling a lot because, you know, there's a tornado. You're trying to get information. It's like, where is it? Is it safe? Is it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you hit your limit. That's so frustrating. I feel like that's going back to like early two, like 2010 or, or like, 11. If I don't know. I feel like there used to be something where you're like, you've reached your limit. Or God forbid there's like a terrorist attack. Yeah. And you're trying to get information because you want to make sure you and your family can stay safe. I think that's the thing is, is a news source at this point, even if Elon Musk doesn't understand that. Well, I think it's absolutely insane that, like, I have to pay for something, but I'm still limited in that way. Yeah. If you you pay, you should get unlimited. Oh, well, you don't. You don't. The true way. Anyways, that's my two cents. I like that tangent. Thank you. You're welcome. I learn a lot from you and how these things work because I don't really, I need to be more up to date, but I get it No, it's okay. That's why you have me. Yeah. Balancing. I also got a 92% on my class. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So... Do you have another class now? Are you taking a break? There's, there is another class that starts, I think, tomorrow, today or tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm, I just need a break. Yeah, that's fair. like I'm going to take the summer off just to like chill. I, I think too the summer's already so busy. I just there's only so much I can do. Mm-hmm. I had a straight mental breakdown because I was doing too many things, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a month off and then do start another one in September. Saying no to things is really important. I think we're both getting better at that. Yeah. Like saying yes is great, but sometimes. If it's at the cost yeah. to my mental health, I just have to be like, no. I used to say yes to a fault. Same. Yeah. I would do everything. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially at work because there's so many like opportunities here. It's mm-hmm. like there's, you know, and they're all volunteer opportunities. Yeah. And I would say yes to everything. Yeah. I think like one year I did like six out of seven Santa Claus parades. Yeah. Just because. I'm not, I say yes to a lot of stuff because there I'm like, okay. And then it gets to the point and I'm like. Oh no. no! I enjoy them when I'm there, but it's just Obviously, like yeah. The, but it's the like strain. the work from that day still has to get done. Exactly, which is what it is. Is and I'm just like you know what for me to, especially when I was in school, I just I couldn't. That's a because normally what I would do is just take it home, finish the things I needed to do at home, mm-hmm. and then go in for the next day. But then I had now two children <laughs> and schoolwork, and I just couldn't take days off. Yeah. And it's hard and you need days off. And yeah, I don't know. I'm learning that I try to not let myself get into burnout. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm like, I start something then I'm like, okay, this is, I can't, I don't have the capacity for this right now. So I need to stop doing that. And no one, no one's going to be mad at me necessarily. And if they are, then maybe I shouldn't be hanging out with them. Yeah, That's a them problem, not a you problem. Yeah. And when it comes to work stuff, you can give me stuff. I think, too, it's like in the past little while, I've struggled with my mental health my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I'll go through like good spells and then I'll go through depressive spells. And I'm like, why am I like this? And then I'm Googling, why am I depressed? How do you get out of depression? Like I haven't been in it so many (laughs) times before. 
but I get really discouraged because I see other people still thriving and I don't know how they're doing it when my brain's like fighting me. You and are then thriving. I realize that it's just my brain wiring. Well, and that's the thing. I said, I think some people don't understand that like there's situational depression mm-hmm. and then there's like diagnosed depression and then there's like major depressive episodes. Yeah. Like there's many layers to it. Yeah. Because like situational depression, you will get out of it. You know, mm-hmm. things will get better. It's like going through a breakup. Yeah. Or something really bad happening. Like mm-hmm. it's situational. It will get better. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, there is nothing in my life right now to complain about. Like, I have a roof over my head. My kids are healthy. I have food in the cupboards, in the fridge. My hydro's on. I have internet. I'm Mm -hmm. very blessed. Like, I have, like, all my kids have rooms. I can afford to live in a space. It's Mm -hmm. like, I have cats. I, You know what I mean? Like, I have all these comforts in life. I have a vehicle. I can pay for all these things, and I can provide my family a life. Mm Um, but I'm still depressed. Yeah, and you like, don't like want to be. You're, I don't you're want trying to, to get out of it, and you know there's no logical reason, but your brain's like, oh, hey. I'm going to destroy you. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm fighting back today. I wore a shirt that's like, I really like it. Thank you. Because normally, okay, I tr- always try to hide like the mommy pouch situation mm-hmm. because like I've had two kids, you know, shit happens. And I'm a thick girl. I'm a thick. And I love my body, mm-hmm. but I've been so like angry at myself that I'm just like, oh, I can only wear giant oversized t-shirts. I get that. So today it ties up it's really above cute. the mommy pouch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you Snap. know what? I'm just going to own it. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? This doesn't even look bad. You look, you look really good. I Thank love you. this shirt. It looks comfy. You look great. I wore a sh- er what was it like a bodysuit and like just like pants Ooh, the other day and like honey. a tank top mm-hmm. and I was like yeah girl yeah I think it's just reowning that you feeling good in in your body yeah well I'm just kind of you know what it is a zillion degrees it's outside so hot. there is no reason for me to be wearing a ginormous t-shirt right now no when I'm like I can walk outside. Glenn's here oh the puppy the puppy's here so our engineer at the radio station has just showed up and he has the sweetest baby angel of a dog it's a chonky dog it's chonky little lovey uh should we tell them so this week we recorded this a while ago but a lot has happened we had other interviews because somehow we're recording well in advance now which is kind of nice we literally Uh, a little overwhelming but nice we have interviews scheduled until the end of september crazy so if you listen to our one year anniversary episode you know it did not start this way but we recorded with the lovely Zoe from the Children's Foundation. I can't say her. I don't know. Joustra. Joustra. I heard you both say it yesterday when I was editing and I still bad with names. But she is just a ray of sunshine. Honestly. And it's cute because like I always like would see her at events mm-hmm. or like see her on social media. But like I never actually was like oh hey let's be friends yeah and then she was i was we need to get like i was picking up something from it was like a silent auction thing Yeah, i remember you won something and i went and i was like she was just so sweet and i was like you need to be on the podcast mm-hmm. and it worked and she's just this like cute little ball of sunshine and i'm just like i really think i don't know there's some- and again when we have organizations on we i learned so much because i know the children's foundation has always been here i've known of the children yeah. foundation gala 
I've never really known exactly what they do, and I mm-hmm. think she gave us a really good overview. Also, we recorded this before they announced the Guardian Angel. Yes. So we know now that it's Patricia Guernsey. Yes. A little delayed, but here we are. Should we let them hear it? Let's listen to the episode. Allow me to introduce a remarkable individual whose journey has been shaped by resilience, passion, and a commitment to making a positive difference in our community. Growing up in a modest household with a young single mother who worked tirelessly to provide the same opportunities as her classmates, she understands firsthand the value of inclusive experiences for children. Inspired by her upbringing, she's dedicated to her career to supporting local families in need through their work. With a background in radio broadcasting, she owned her skills under the guidance of a remarkable mentor and a supportive all-female sales team. However, her desire to effect positive change led her to embrace the role of the special events coordinator at the Children's Foundation. For the last two and a half years, she's found fulfillment in creative work and collaboration involved in hosting beautiful events and fundraising initiatives. Babe Zaquini, please welcome Zoe Joustra, the Special Events Coordinator at the Children's Foundation. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Thanks for coming. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So the first question I have about is, um, what's your favorite potato chip? Mm, I love a good sour cream and bacon. Damn. Oh, we haven't had, I was, as soon as you said sour cream, I was like sour cream and onion, but you went, you changed that up. The sour cream and bacon ruffles. It's like the... Like chef's kiss. They're so good. Like the smokiness of it. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. I love that. When I was a vegetarian, like in my mind, I couldn't eat those. But there's definitely no bacon <laughs> it's involved. It's probably artificial it's flavoring. It's so just flavoring. It's like the fake smoke, yeah. liquid, liquid smoke. But do you think that makes you crave bacon? I don't know. I'm not a vegetarian anymore and I love bacon. Well, so. there you go. <laughs> Here we yeah, are. Yeah, I could never give up. I tried to be like, yeah, no, I'm going to be vegetarian. It's fine. But I'm like, wait, chicken nuggets. Yeah, that was a hard one. Did I'm love chicken nuggets. I'm a pretty big fan of just like everything in moderation. So if you can have yeah. like, even, like meatless Mondays, you're still yeah. oh yeah, like you know, some positive change. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I just I love chicken nuggets way too much. <laughs> I like, love chicken they are nuggets. the best. I just give me like mm-hmm. a oh man, I'm totally getting a happy meal for that's lunch. my go to oh. McDonald's or nuggets always. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, has to be. I'll do Same like here. a nugget add on. Okay. Like I'll, just, I'll still get a big like mac. Some nuggets on and the then side. I'll just be like, and my appy's gonna be these. The six-piece chicken nuggets. <laughs> I love that. Okay, you know, okay. So in a previous episode, I said there's this thing called table pancakes. So when you go to like okay. yeah. a breakfast place, everybody wants pancakes, but nobody wants like a whole order of pancakes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get table pancakes and you share them between everyone with you. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. Because Thank you're right, you. you never get through a whole stack. No. I mean, and it's just like realistically, like I want eggs Benedict, but I also kind of want a couple of bites of yeah, pancakes. I just want like a couple bites. So now we're going to introduce table chicken nuggets. Yes. Would chicken be. nuggets for the group. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I can still get my McDouble. But I can. But I can also have a couple chicken nuggies. Yeah. You know what it is for me? I love the sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's. Like oh, I can't God. not get that sweet yeah, and sour I sauce. That, so. There's something about their sauces that's just a little bit different. Yeah. Like the barbecue, I, I don't know if it's I'm getting just like a little so bit. hungry. Can you tell? <laughs> My I'm, mouth is like, like, I'm like, this is close to lunch. lunch. Yeah, it's like, it's mm-hmm. like 1130. I'm like, I'm ready for lunch. That's so all. good. Okay, so I just want to give a shout out to your mom. Yeah, she really is the best. My truly. mom was, all, I also grew up with a single mom. Right. And I'm also a single mother. Yeah. So, like, I get the hustle, I get the grind. Yeah. And wanting your kids to always, like, have all the same opportunities yeah, that she, everyone else, like, that two parent families have. I get chills sometimes thinking about her because she really just is my hero. Like, I look back growing up and she had me at 18 and I'm Aww. six years older than my brother. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
throughout my whole life, I've seen times where she had two or three jobs yeah. and she just like hustled through and like got an education, put herself through post-secondary while raising two kids wow. by herself. And she's just such an incredible human being. Like I never felt growing up that I didn't have the opportunity to play any sport I wanted to like at any given time I was in two or three activities because she just kept us so busy I'm gonna cry but it <laughs> just like four seconds into it I'm like I want my kid to think of me that way Aww. sorry I have a lot of emotions Aww. I'm hormonal that's okay <laughs> but it is it's so true like I just look back and I know how much work she put forward yeah. to like build us up and get us to a place where we felt good and confident and I know that it was probably really hard sometimes but I never felt like left out of the same activities my peers got to do because I yeah. always had the ability to participate because of her. Wow. So that's so she's special. my hero. I love snaps. <laughs> oh, go mom. I've said this before. Moms in general and single moms, like the hustle and just the resiliency and you just keep they just keep going. Moms yeah. just keep going. Yeah. I think Kate 100%. saw me cry for the first time, like in a really long time. Cause I just had a total breakdown because I was like overwhelmed yeah. with like life. And yeah, no, I just, it's, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm tired all the time. I feel like most moms are, I don't know Absolutely. how they do it. I think I about it all the time. Cause I don't have kids and I'm just like, how do you like, neither do I, I'm yeah. 25. My mom had two kids by yeah. 25 and I'm like, how were you doing that by yourself at 25? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I, uh can barely live life now and I'm 27 <laughs> with two dogs and a partner, but how do I, how then would you have a child? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Tricky. Yeah, so, no, I get it, because I had Kate when I was 20. Right. So she's 14. She's right. turning 15 this year. Aw. So and like, you did the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I went to school when she was one. Yeah. yeah. And I just, there's no other choice but to like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, from my point of view, which I'm thinking your mom probably thought the same yeah. thing, it's like, I don't want to be like that stereotypical single mom mm -hmm. that is you know, like my kids don't get the same opportunity. Right. And it's like, okay, like what what things can I do to make it one easier on myself? Yeah. Um, and also just like I just you hustle. Like that's yeah. just I don't know. But you know what? You're also just setting the example for yeah. your kids. Oh my God, like yeah. you can get through hard things. You can do yeah. this. So that's how I look back at my mom. Like I know she must work so hard and somebody she must have been so tired, but like she did all the hard things and she did all of it for us, made so many sacrifices. So yeah. I just can't give her enough props. She's literally the best human I've ever met. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, mom showed for making me cry. Mom. <laughs> yeah, and like love what, you. the first like ten minutes we yeah, did it. Not even within yeah, ten minutes and forty seconds. <laughs> That's a new yep. record. Crying. Yeah, no, literally first question. Oh, we're just setting records out here. It's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> That's, what, that's what today holds. Um, and you're from Brighton. Yeah, so I grew up in Brighton. That's I went to public school there and high school. Um, and my family still lives there. Okay. So it's just the cutest little town. It's so you're really, local. Like, yeah, 100%. You used to come to Belleville to do fun things. Yeah, like you came to Belleville if you needed to go to the mall yeah. or like. At the time, growing up, Brighton did not have a lot. We're getting there. There's Tim Hortons now. There's McDonald's. Oh God, yeah, yeah I feel like Brighton's like a happening place now. Like the yeah. city people want to be are like, ooh, Brighton. Well, there's Presque Isle. It's like yeah. there's still so much it's green space and water. It's so, perfect. are you? Do you live out that way? You no, live we in live in Canafton now. My husband oh. and I, but oh, my I mom still Canifton. lives in Brighton. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You get to go back. Yeah, I'm there a lot, to be honest. We love being out on the water. And yeah, that's fair. Obviously, there's the bay in Brighton, so we're there a lot. <laughs> I drive by it every two weeks. Okay. I go to the Big Apple. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. One, I need to drop off my daughter. Two, I need to get my stepfather an apple crisp. Fair. 
And even the big apples really come a long way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I remember when the face got put on everyone. Was oh like, my gosh, I remember changing. that. <laughs> how old were you? Do you remember how old you were mm, when that happened? I don't remember. I remember that happening and I was like, well, that's weird. And now I'm like, oh, I guess that's just. It's kind an, of fun. It's though, funny. When you drive yeah. by on the highway I think and it's, it's just hilarious. this big smiling apple. Yeah, you're like. And yet people will be like, the big apple, like New York. And I'm like, no. No, man. No, that's not the big apple that's I know Colburn. of. Yeah. <laughs> Colburn. Ugh. And then when they masked it during the pandemic. That was good. I did I thought enjoy that. Was that. Hilarious. that was funny. Like I very was on like, trend. Yeah. yeah. Very. I, I appreciate what they're doing out there. Um, I, the only time I've spent in Brighton is for the Santa Claus parades. Oh, okay. yeah. With very work. Nice. Um, and going to this barn in the middle of nowhere because that's where Cold Creek County used to reverse. Oh, yes. Like, so I spent why? a lot now of time there. Out. Okay, very nice. What was, like, your favorite thing doing mm. to do in Brighton when you were growing up? To be honest, at the time, I don't know that there was, like, a ton of activity. Yeah. So it was more so, like, you get together with your friends and maybe you're hanging out in a park. Yeah. Going down Is by the water, skating on the bay. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same for you guys, because I'm much older than both of you. Um where it was like you basically just like weren't allowed to be in the house. Us like my mom it, for us it was like okay literally just get out of the house. Right. And then come back when the sun starts to set. Yeah, we went on a lot of bike rides yeah. I feel like. I feel yeah. like there was a lot of just biking around town. Yeah. I I look at like my friends who grew up in cities and there's just like I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't do that. And as a kid, it sucked being from, like, a small town. And I lived over the bridge. So, like, right. there was no public transit. I would just have to, like, bike or walk over the bridge exactly. to get to public transit. But Like the Bay Bridge? Yeah. You didn't live in town? No. Oh. I learned something new every day. But, so, but it's those things that people don't realize. I remember yeah. I brought my friends down to go like years ago to go out to the old little Texas because I was oh, like, yes. this is such a vibe. Let's do this. And my, we're like preying at my parents' house. And then my friend goes, so when are we going to call an Uber? And I was just like, <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> Uber. I was like, now we have you ride. I think it's like Uber. I don't know. I think it's similar. Yeah. I've never used it. Yeah. I've never used it never either. Used it. I've heard yeah. good, I think it's similar. I think it's similar. I've heard really good feedback though. Yeah. It was definitely needed. It's very community. needed. Oh my God. Yeah. Like getting, okay. We used to go to the red line a lot and getting a have after nope. the red line like impossible you'd be impossible. standing out there until like 3 30 and then yeah. the bartenders would come out and be like why are you still here like i can't, oh, get, like, home. I can't get home <laughs> like i'm trying to find transportation <laughs> god and then you went so you went to high school in brighton yeah so i went to nss that's the high school in brighton um and i was there all four years so that's where i graduated and then i went to Lewis college for radio broadcasting for radio broadcasting yeah we had a pretty small class at the time so we actually got to pick majors so they let us Stop do what, does that mean? what we wanted so instead of me being in like a broad spectrum of classes in my second year yeah. my major was sales and marketing oh. so all my focus was just in sales and marketing and so you never wanted to be like on the radio no not really what an no. interesting! I love when people say they go into radio broadcasting. I'm like, good for you. Tell yeah. me more about yeah. that. Journey. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it on air, but I'm a people person. I can't imagine being in a room all day just in front of a mic by myself. So I was like, how do I do radio but still get to see people every day mm -hmm. and be out and about? Oh yeah, people. sales. Yeah. Why do you want to get into radio, like any form of it? Because mm -hmm. so because let's educate the youth. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I enrolled. 
people were like, oh, radio's dying, like my classmates in high school. And I was like, well, I don't think that's true. It's not everyone, so you know. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, But no, I remember as a kid, actually, there's this radio station. It used to be called Star 93.3 in Coburg. Mm -hmm. And that's what my family religiously listened to growing up. And they used to do this contest called the Star 93.3 Dream Car Giveaway. And my mom like was an avid listener, and she listened to this contest. And basically what it was, there was like five or six dealerships. And you went, 93 people drew a key. And if you unlocked the box, you got to pick between six vehicles. Oh. So we went to that event because my mom had qualified. She was one of the 93 people there. She actually won the vehicle. Stop. Yeah, she actually won her car from there. So you got like a brand new vehicle, five or six dealerships to pick from. But there was like all these announcers there and this big promo set up and just like all these people super stoked and excited to be there. And I was like, this is a really cool industry. And I think I was like 11 or 12 maybe at the time. But I was just like, this is so cool. And that was kind of my first experience ever with it. But I was just like finishing high school, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I was like, that was really cool. I'm going to take radio broadcasting. So honestly, that's what... Kind of sparked me to take thank it. you, Star ninety three. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, it's now on my FM station, but it used to be Star ninety three three wow. in Coburg. Um, I think those are like my favorite days here. Is when mm-hmm. you can really change somebody's life. Yeah, and I just feel like those are like the most rewarding days. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's really like cool. it doesn't always have to be something crazy. Like sometimes we'll have gift card giveaways, and someone's like, "I just had a really like you know rough time." Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. It's like I really needed you know this like. $50 gas gift card. And I'm yeah, just kind of like absolutely. the gratefulness that comes from all the listeners and stuff. And it, like, it's just, it's great. It's a good feeling. And I think sometimes when you're behind the microphone, you don't really understand the impact you're really making on the community because mm-hmm. you're reaching so many people. Oh, yeah. And if someone's having a bad day, but they're listening to their favorite radio show, maybe that's all they needed to yeah. lift them up, right? So that's what oh, I yeah. love about radio. It's just that opportunity for connection. Yeah. yeah. I like to say, too, it's like the it's the OG content creators, because like yeah. back in the day, radio is like your TV. It was your exactly. everything. I'm like, we're yeah, because cool. TV didn't exist. Even yeah. growing up, my grandparents always had the radio. Yeah. And they were always listening oh, yeah. to radio shows. And so we grew up with that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Radio is content. It's information. It's entertainment. It's, it's all of the everything. things. I love that. And then you worked in radio for a bit, right? Yeah. So I studied radio broadcasting at Loyalist College and then I met Jody Brooker. So she became my boss and a huge mentor to me. But she was the sales professor in radio when I was at Loyalist. Oh, that's cool. Um, So she helped me get a job at Quinny Broadcasting in the promotions department. So that was a summer gig and it was a contract. But then pretty shortly after it came up to end, they offered me a junior sales position there. Nice. So I was there for two and a bit years I believe mm-hmm. um, through COVID which was tricky of course. Oh damn yeah. I didn't even think of that. In case you missed it, we love the Family Dental Center. After years of struggling with dental anxiety, I finally felt comfortable booking an appointment thanks to the wonderful Dr. Yasmin. Locally owned and operated with offices in Belleville, Frankfurt and Coburg, the Family Dental Center has a team of highly qualified caring dental professionals using modern technology to offer patients a stress-free and amazing dental experience. But that's not all. FTC offers a wide range of dental services to meet your needs and ensures your trip to the dentist is convenient. Let's not forget their deep commitment to the community. They actively engage by providing educational initiatives like FTC Goes to School, offers services such as Free Dental Day. To stay updated on all the incredible work the Family Dental Center is doing for our community, make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family and visit their website, FamilyDentalCenter.com. 
Designs by Alexis Rose creates beautiful floral designs that give us the hit of dopamine that we need in life. Alexis began her journey in floral design at her family's small town floral shop in Beaverton, Ontario when she was 16. She brought her experience and creativity to the Bay of Quinney in 2021 and has truly immersed herself in the community. She attends pop-up markets and has florals for sale at your Creative Junction and the Cookie Jar in Belleville. Plus, from July 12th to 23rd, you can find Alexis at the Quinney Centennial Pop-Ups in Trenton to pick up beautiful, fresh, and dried designs. Get a little more pretty in your doom scrolling and follow Designs by Alexis Rose on Facebook and Instagram. When Kay was reading your intro, like you've been at... Um, the Children's Foundation, Children's Foundation yeah. for two and a half years, and my brain was immediately like, "So you started that during COVID?" No, I no? started. Well, when I was guess, COVID I over? Guess I don't know. It was still COVID, um, but I feel like we were starting to come out of it mm-hmm. already at that point. I did one event there that was virtual, but I feel like pretty quickly we were transitioning back to in-person events. Oh, okay. So I don't know that I was there when we really felt the harshest effects of COVID. And what made you take the jump from going from? radio too yeah it was really tricky actually because I really did leave such an awesome team like it was a bittersweet feeling so um, the job at the Children's Foundation came up and I've always really loved events I love being in front of people I love getting to be creative so when the job at the Children's Foundation came up I considered it and went back and forth for a little bit and then finally decided to apply simply because I love radio and I loved selling and I loved connecting with people but I was like how can I take these skills but you know, move them around and turn them to be able to make a positive impact in my mm-hmm. community. And the Children's Foundation has a program called Playing for Keeps that really resonates with me. And it provides funding for kids to participate in sports and activities. Mm-hmm. And I look back on the sports and activities that I know my mom like really worked hard for us to be in growing up. And I know that made such a huge impact on me growing up. So that program to me just really hits home all the values that I feel so important about because like, if I hadn't have had those experiences growing up, I wouldn't be in the place I am today. It teaches you collaboration skills, leadership skills, yeah. mm-hmm. things like that. So, you know, I just felt really passionate about the work being done by the Children's Foundation. And so I decided to apply and then obviously got off with the position. I've been there since, but it was the best thing for me. I mean, I love being creative and I love getting to meet with people. So it's kind of like taking those sales skills and people skills I learned in radio, but transitioning into something that I feel like is affecting positive change. That's really cool. And I do want to say that the gala that you guys did. Right. Oh, yeah. You went this year. Thank Um, you. Stunning. And you looked gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I appreciate that. The whole evening, just beautiful. The food, great. All of it. Just like we have such an incredible board and committee. So it's just a group of people that all come together to make that happen. And sometimes you're looking at the empty room and you're like, okay, we're going to get there. But just the transition of like when you're setting up to the night of, it's so satisfying seeing it all come together and like hearing feedback like the guests oh my have gosh. such a great time. Beautiful. It's wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. And like we had such a great t- Well, we were with Ferg and Mark and right. yeah. like Emily. So like obviously you're the having table fun, ruled. of course. But like <laughs> it was just like such a fun evening. Like Dom was like, yeah, let's like auction yeah. off the bottles of Dom. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Dom and Dom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, just like it was just such a fun night. And like Good. hearing the real impact story from I can't remember his name. Devin, yeah. Hearing his story and just like how you guys helped him was just, I, I'm a crier, so I cried, <laughs> obviously. Shocking. But just like hearing the real, that the real change that you guys are making. I mean, he's a pretty incredible young man. Like, like oh, I was blown away. I was like, 
but sometimes Whoa. that's all these kids and youth need is just like a help up mm-hmm. right yeah. so if we can be that difference for them then absolutely we want to be yeah what does can we just go into like what does the children's yeah. foundation do for people who maybe don't know sure yeah so the children's foundation is a local non-for-profit so we have a pretty wide service region so it's hastings prince edward and northumberland counties and essentially it's providing support for at-risk kids and youth in the community so we have a few different programs um the one i already touched on is playing for keeps so it provides annual funding for children per year to attend sports or activities um so families submit an application they let us know let's say the child wants to play soccer we will process that application and provide the organization with funding so that's playing for kids okay um there's another one called camps of hope so whether it's summer camps or march break camp same idea the family maybe just simply can't afford to put the child in a camp at that time we could provide the funding as long as they're approved and then we submit that to the organization um and that's just a couple of our core ones we have strive to thrive that provides some mental health supports that's a fairly new program um reach for success is a really great one and that's actually what we did our fund to need on at gala Mm -hmm. that's the program that we provided devon funding through so that provides scholarships and bursaries for at-risk youth who are trying to attend post-secondary education oh yeah i remember hearing about that one that's that's really 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 great one too well because i think that's such a big barrier especially now with all the other ginormous costs that are like happening to go to school at all well and we're doing our reach for success event again this year in august um and so how that works is that's when we award them with their scholarships or bursaries so they come up on stage they get a certificate um, and it's just a really special night for them there's a youth awards associated with it too so Mm -hmm. you know it just provides an opportunity for those kids to really get a pat on the back because it's so well deserved and well, you know, they're, like, they're working so hard, hard to get there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really well, special night. Especially when you're like, like, I'm not trying to generalize kids who are at youth, but like when you have other things to worry about yeah, when exactly. it comes to either like money or, you know, your parents are working. So you're home alone and you have mm-hmm. to like maybe make dinner for your siblings or like any of these other things to have this one little piece kind of lifted of stress, yeah. like lifted off your shoulders is like... Yeah, that's exactly it. And I mean, every youth deserves the chance mm-hmm. to attend post-secondary should they wish. Yeah, So absolutely. having that opportunity to apply for a scholarship or bursary can make such a big difference. I think that education is the most powerful tool that anybody absolutely. could have. I am like constant. I love I love school, admittedly. <laughs> um, if I, I could be in school. I also love school, yeah. If I could be in school all the time, I would totally do it. Because right. like I just, I'm constantly like, give me all of I want to know the satisfaction that comes with gaining new knowledge right yeah. and it's like you just you feel powerful and it's like okay like I can take these skills and apply them to whatever it is I want to do yeah, exactly. and to give kid like for kids not to have the opportunity to do that for something like so trivial it seems so trivial as like money like it's just so mind-blowing to me that's like yeah. how are you supposed to help these kids out of the circle of poverty that's right and, you know, these things, if they're not given the opportunities to, yeah. you know, be better. Well, and that's really the whole goal of the Children's Foundation. We just want to level the playing field, give every kid the opportunity to deserve equal experiences as yeah. their peers. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, it's so important. I don't even, I have no words because it is just like. <laughs> Literally a group of angels work there. Like, yeah. seriously, you guys are like, yeah. 
We have pretty amazing volunteers too. So we do have an amazing team, but we definitely can't take all the credit because our board is just so engaged and so phenomenal. They are in this community and they are active and they are, you know, leading the charge and in creating this change. So between our board and our volunteers and our team, we're so fortunate to have such an awesome group of engaged people who just want to build kids up. That's cool. So like your role is the special events coordinator. Yeah, that's right. So what kinds of things do you like do? Yeah. So a big focus of my role obviously is fundraising. So yeah. I look after all of our fundraising events. So we just wrapped on our annual golf tournament that happened last week. So oh, yeah. we were that there. was uh, nearly $60,000 raised. Wow. That was oh, really, holy. really exciting. Yeah. Um, so that's our annual play around for the kids tournament. Um, like we said, we have our gala, so I planned that one. We've got a Peter Smith Memorial Golf Tournament in August. We've got our Radiothon in love October. Love the Radiothon. I want to talk about the Radiothon because yeah. we love the Radiothon. Well, well we're part of the Radiothon, yeah, exactly, so exactly. it's pretty great. It's one of my favorites because you get to hear firsthand from some of the people being helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you know it's all fine well for me to sit here and tell you that there's a need and that it's helping people. But when you're hearing from that person firsthand, mm-hmm. it sort of clicks for people. Like, wow. Yeah. Some of these kids or youth might not have been able to access these opportunities without that support. Mm -hmm. So I think it really rings home to people when they get to hear from the person directly who's been supported. Yeah. And like raising the awareness about you guys in general. And that's I'm just I think it's just a a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yeah. And we want the community to know that we're a resource that's available to them. Like we want them to know that they can submit an application if they're feeling like they just need some support. That's exactly what we're there for. So the awareness from Radiothon is astronomical. It's an amazing event. And as someone who has a radio background, when I started with the Children's Foundation, they had already done one Radiothon, but it's such an exciting event to me because it's so awesome getting to put together the event skills and the radio broadcasting background and just have this super awesome It event. is fun too just from like working at Starboard it brings Quinny Broadcasting and Starboard together yeah. like for one day all the on-airs are so into it everyone all our morning shows and after, they love it and they're they're giving it all they got yeah. and they believe in I what they're doing. Honestly, before the Radiothon, I had no idea what the Children's yeah. Foundation did. Right. And then I started making the social graphics and then I was like, oh my God. Did you cry? Yeah, many times, <laughs> obviously. Um, We're but, learning that would be on brand. Yeah, okay. it was very on brand. <laughs> it's very, very on brand. I'm a crier. The problem is I wasn't a crier and then I changed my meds and now I'm a crier. So she'll start crying and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> which is multiple times I was like now we're crying (laughs) but yeah no I started making like because every if people don't know what this is it's every hour is sponsored by a different local business right yeah and um, basically people can phone in and donate to the children's foundation and we just tell stories and and it's great Um, but what I I was like okay like how can we do this on digital because that's my specialty is all the digital stuff so I'm just like okay like let's talk about them like let's let's find a way to highlight the cool things that they do. Oh, I love that. And so yeah, I started, and then I started reading and being like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize how much you do. Well, and I said to Cole Naylor last year actually that, and I assume it's you that put together all the graphics. Yeah. I was like, I love these graphics; they are phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it because nice. it was highlighting our program. So yeah. shout out to you, love that. I think Thank that's you. the other thing, and I've said this so many times. So I'm sorry, listeners, but with this podcast, because being from this area, there's. There's programming and organizations that I've always heard about, but I don't necessarily know exactly what they do. And 
that's also why I love like being able to have you on and actually and like same with Radiothon like actually learning what all these organizations have to offer and how people can utilize them yeah I think sometimes it can be tough to figure out what resources are available right Mm -hmm. so that awareness piece is huge absolutely huge it's so daunting too probably as a parent like you know you maybe need help I think sometimes too it's hard asking for the help so that's the hardest part yeah absolutely and I mean we definitely get parents that call in sometimes that are unsure, but we just want to be that supportive place for them. We mm-hmm. want to let them know that we're here to help in any way we can and, you know, let them know about what's available to them. Yeah, like my first job out of school was paid me next to nothing. <laughs> like I was just based, like barely getting by. And I right. totally, I think it was the Playing for Keeps program. And I got Kate into, I can't even remember what it was. I think it was a dance class. Right. And... Yeah, no, everyone was, like, super kind oh, and, like, so sweet. And I was just, like, blown away. And, like, how easy the whole process was. And it's just kind of, like, all you... Like, and I didn't feel judged. Right. And that's the key piece. We want people to know that it's a safe space. It's a welcome environment. Yeah. That's what we're here for. That's why we're raising money. What um is... A, I know you're the events coordinator, yeah. but what is the process for a parent or a child who may want to use programming? Yeah. So... We've actually just recently switched all of our applications to online. Ooh, very I am on your website. Very so. good. Yeah, so if they go to the childrensfoundation.ca, that's mm-hmm. our website, they can go to the Programs and Services tab. Then there's a list of our different programs available. So you've got Playing for Keeps, Camps of Hope, Strive to Thrive, Reach for Success, and a few others. Um, and when they click on those pages, there's a link that just takes them right to the application form. And they can submit all their documentation, information through there. And then it's about a 10-day processing period. And Beautiful. our program coordinator would give them a call and let them know if we have any other questions or if they're approved. That's so cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at your no, website. No, it's okay. Because there's so many. <laughs> like, I'm looking under Donate, and there's just so many tabs. And then there's, like, a do-it-yourself fundraiser, which I love. Like, you can just have your own fundraiser. Yeah, it's want. been. Uh, so I can just, like, have a bake sale. Our website's been a work in progress but it's getting to a place where it's looking so it fantastic so, so we're so excited I'm a work in progress it. too it's yeah. fun website <laughs> no I mean I feel like most websites are kind of like a constant work yeah. in progress well it's a brand new website that just launched not that long ago so we're just oh, that's super exciting. stoked about it because we want it to be easier for people to it's, access the resources that makes sense it's great I'm loving this. Sorry, I'm just like... No, our team's going to love that feedback. I'm just like, I love all these tabs. It's very clear. Who did your website? So we worked with Sarah at Big Red Bow. Oh, Oh. yeah. Yeah. They're great. So she's really awesome. Nice. Yeah. No, I I only know of her through... I think it was the gala that I first heard. There you go. About her. And then I just started following them on social. And I'm just kind of like, okay, you seem like my kind of people. Seems right up your alley, right? With the digital design. Oh, yeah. That's like my whole jam. I'm like, (laughs) are you being called? It's a team's call for sure. Emily, but no. By Emily? Yeah, she called both of us. Hang on. Oh, is she like group chatting us? Sorry about that. That panic. Are we on the radio? (laughs) No. Shouldn't be. That's so funny. Um, (laughs) That was terrifying. Why was it a video chat? I don't She's obsessed with us. She's off we, this week, too. So. Is that Emily Knell? Yeah. Yeah, I love Emily. She's, she's so, so fun. fun. But yeah, she's off, so she's, I don't know, she's probably showing us her picnic table. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, like, what has your, you've only been there for two and a half years, yeah. um, but what has been your favorite experience so far with the Children's Foundation? <sighs> it's honestly hard to narrow it down because I just have such a great time with what I do. 
Um, Gala is definitely my favorite event. I think because it's a really big undertaking. Mm-hmm. I kind of love that pressure. Like, okay, yeah. So it's our it's our yeah. biggest fundraising event, but also I love seeing such a big event come together. Um, and I love that we have a different theme every year. So, oh yeah, what was this past theme? So this year's theme was the Royal Ball. Okay, and then the one before that was the Rat Pack. Okay. And very soon, I can't say yet, but very soon we're going to be announcing our guardian angel for the year. So we picked this year's angel um, and this year's theme. Can I know? I won't tell anyone except (laughs) It's okay. I'm just teasing. I want to come to the gala. It's honestly, it's it's a good time. There was like a signature cocktail. Oh. Oh, yeah. We did. Um, it was a gin and tonic, but we did with Empress Gin. So it's purple. I love Empress Gin. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it so on brand. Sprig of rosemary. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what got me. I was just kind of like the branding, like all of it. Oh, yeah. Like, the yeah. foundation wow. was all purple. Like, I was just kind of like, yes. Well, and our angel this year was Alicia Camp. Um, and her favorite color is purple. So, so it just We worked. did gold and purple as our colors, which totally yeah. worked. Yeah. So. Also, it's we need so to get Alicia fun. on the podcast. Because she is amazing. Like hearing all the things that she has done and who she is as a person, I was like mind blown. She's incredible. She's absolutely incredible. Literally one of the. Our whole committee called her our gala queen because she has planned so many fundraising galas. She sent everybody away with fudge. Yeah, she made fudge because her family makes this incredible fudge. Insane. Like as a business or just for fun? Just for fun. Yeah, everyone at the table had fudge. And I was like, what? Yeah, that was the favor. Fudge in this little purple packaging. And, and I was like, wait, so you're the all. guardian angel and you're giving me fudge? Yeah, like, shouldn't we be giving you fudge? It's pretty amazing know. fudge. Honestly, she, I'm just... I need this some. Is, this is an Alicia great. Camp stand podcast yeah. now. Yeah. We <laughs> love her. Um, she just seems like the, the coolest person. I was like... She is just the sweetest human being. Truly. And, okay, so... I'm going to talk about the gala because I was there. Um, (laughs) During the gala, there's like this video and it was like them in like a a courtroom because she's a lawyer, right? Yeah. 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 So she's a lawyer and it was like her being charged with just like being too nice. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. And it was like this whole thing and it was it was hysterical. Basically, she was being charged with being like too philanthropic. Like she's been too generous. (laughs) So just trying to tie with that lawyer. Hmm. I think maybe Cassandra Bond. It was a few people. Cassandra Bond, Sherry Thompson, and Liz Leighton. Yeah. They were all in our committee, and I think that was kind of their brainchild. That's but it was Sandra's really cute. pretty amazing at putting those videos together, yeah. so she loves to come up with the concept. Yeah, it was really well done. That's I really awesome. killed it. Or, I killed it, obviously. They, you, <laughs> yeah. you did it. I mean, you you watched it so well. I watched it so hard. Okay, no, I'm but it was, you like you guys, honestly, that event was just beautiful, and oh, I you. look forward to going back every year now. Yeah, I love that. And I also really love dressing up. We're excited to have you. I love dressing up. An excuse to dress up. I know. I feel like I I never dress up, so it's nice to have events to dress up for. But also, I love a theme. Mm -hmm. I love a theme, too. Right? So it's like, you give me a theme, and I'm going to do something that's not... I purposely try to do something that everyone else is not going to do. Okay. Because you had the pearls on, Yeah, you did Uh look fire. I did all black, and I had like this pearl drapey necklace thing. that's fun. And then... Just off topic, the BGHF is doing Moulin Rouge yes. for theirs. And I'm like, I already know what I want to do for my I outfit. Love it. I'm so bad at dressing up. Okay, <laughs> Someone's well, like, want to come to a costume party? I'm like, um, no. <laughs> I know what, if Emily's coming too, me, you, Emily, Jeanette, like, we, I have a whole idea. Okay. We well, can be when the, is it? 
It's like in, it's later in the year. Okay. <laughs> so things funny. don't cross over. I think there's kind of oh, like, yeah, is like, there some sort of like unspoken rule yeah, between all the nonprofits that you try not to cross over events? Hmm. Uh, that might be prior to my time, maybe. I'm not sure. I think we all know that there's a need. Like every nonprofit in this community has yeah. a need and they're yeah. serving people. So I don't know. Maybe there was an established timeline at some point, but it was before my time. Okay. Well, but. I like it. So, okay. I want to get into mental health stuff. I was watching a TV show and they were talking about burnout in nonprofits because mm-hmm. I think it was it was a comedy show. It was like money or something. I was going to say I hope it was Selling Sunset, but it might <laughs> not Selling Sunset. But basically this billionaire, it's um one of those comedian girls, she was in Bridesmaids. She Melissa sang McCarthy. The song. No, the other one. She's saying, I can see her. Kristen Wiig. No. Maya Rudolph. That's the one. Okay. Maya Rudolph. It's on Apple TV. <laughs> like, I can picture all of them, but oh, I don't know any of their names. Oh, I know what show names. you're talking about, but I've um, never watched it. Maybe it's called Loot. I can't remember. But she's like a billionaire that turns, and she's like, I don't know what to do with all this money. So she's like, I'm going to run my charity or my not-for-profit, right. whatever. And she's like, why is the turnover rate so high? And they're like, because people get burnt out. Right. Um, so with you know, taking care of everybody else. I want to know what your tips are for your own self-care. Yeah, and I think the reason sometimes is it's a busy role. It's very busy. Most nonprofits have a fairly small team. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes there's a lot on your plate. For me personally, I think checking in with your team is huge, like letting yeah. them know where you're at. If there's things you need help with and collaboration, that's really important to me. Um I've been really fortunate in my role because we do have a really involved board and committees for things. That's awesome. It doesn't feel like the world is on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. That's Um, good. So their support's huge for that. But I think also just finding ways to have downtime and disconnect. Like like I told you guys when I got here, I'm on holidays this week and just trying to make sure you take your holidays. Because sometimes if you're an events person, you're booking a ton of extra hours during events and you have to make sure you take that time. I know I was going to say, because you said the golf tournament was last week. I was like, oh, that's why you're on vacation. That's a good, you know, you did something huge and you just need a little decompression. Well, and you have to fit it in when you can, right? Mm -hmm. Because obviously you're not taking time off during really busy event season. Um, It's finding downtime. I love being outside, nature, camping. That makes me feel very zen. So trying to do those things as much as I can. I mean, we went to Sandbanks yesterday and I was just sitting on the beach with my eyes closed, listening to the water, finding little things like that that just make you feel at peace Mm -hmm. right i think we live in such a fast-paced busy society it's easy to feel anxiety or stress about things all the time um and i'm a very high strung individual i guess i always have a million thoughts on the go and i'm always working ahead um but just finding ways to like slow down and do the things that you enjoy so whether it's opening a book and reading or sitting outside or chatting with a friend i think you just have to find moments you can slow down in that's a really good That's tip. Good. We ask everyone who works in like the nonprofit sector who's been <laughs> on. What do you What do you do? Because it's it's tough. Well, it's tough. You see I everything think it's firsthand. Like you do all the things and you help all these people, but you're constantly helping people. There's always going to be a flow of people in need. Right. And I mean, that's no shot at anybody it's literally just like yeah, there's absolutely. always gonna be people and sometimes it gets overwhelming. And I mean, I feel overwhelmed just in life in general. And Never I think mind, like, sometimes. I mean, you want to do more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And you have to mm-hmm. find balance in that, right? It's like yeah. helping as many people as you can, but also taking care of yourself, too. Yeah. Because if I could give everything to, to help people, I would. Right. But I have, you know, you know you can't. You can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. I, literally. Yeah. I, what was it? I 
did I say it to you? I yeah, can't probably. Probably. But, oh no, it was with our episode that's actually coming out today. today. Oh, which is nice. actually two weeks from now. From whenever who, you're listening <laughs> to this now. Um, about just burnout and yeah. being able to take care of the people around you. Um, but also, you know, making, making sure your cup is... Yeah, I'm a pretty big advocate for filling your own cup because Mm -hmm. you can't help others before you help yourself. So, big snaps for that. Because you're what? You say you're 25? Yeah. The new generation. (laughs) We're close, but... But, like, you guys are so wise. I wish I had that kind of insight when I was your age Mm -hmm. because I feel like I tackle things a lot differently. Right. And I think that it goes, I guess, back to your mom just being a total awesome mom yeah she's and just like knowing that you the boundaries to be like okay like i need to take time off i need to take care of myself and then you go into work and you're like let's help as many people as i can but i guess that's where it comes from for me is i know i can't show up and be my best if i am pouring from an empty cup Mm -hmm. right yeah so you have to find that balance because otherwise you're never going to be at your best yeah yeah that's so lovely. I feel like we've had two people, two interviews this week that they've told us that. And I'm like, how'd you know I needed to hear that? <laughs> Literally, like, yeah, it's, yeah, multiple times. It's like, and people are, what I'm finding now is like, there's a lot of the same trends that are happening no matter what industry you work in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is you always have, it all comes back to you always have to make sure you take care of yourself too. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard because I am someone that struggles with disconnecting. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I want to make sure that everyone feels like good and taken well, care of. Well, you're here on your vacation. Time. Yeah. <laughs> talking about work. But this is fun. This yeah, is fun. I'm, I'm just excited. kidding. She did it on her vacation too. But yeah, I did too. So it is a struggle. It's hard to disconnect and let go sometimes, but you have to. And I think that's where having a really great team comes into play. And yeah. that's something I'm really fortunate to have. So, yeah. I think that's true. I think that's a lot of my friends, you know, like I'm 27, so I'm a couple years older than you. But I think my friends who are in their careers now, a lot of the time, if they've had to leave a certain position, it's it hasn't been because they necessarily want to. But it's because of like the expectations of the company Mm -hmm. and like how that the what are the inner workings, the dynamic, the dynamic. Yeah, it's like tough. So it's it's so and I think we're very fortunate even here to have. Mm hmm people who care about your well-being and and like you have a team that cares about your well-being and your mental health and making checking in which i think is really important you guys are privately owned too right so that's not being part of a huge corporation sometimes that feels more so at the forefront Mm -hmm. when you know you're in my case bored and they're checking in with me and asking me how i am same thing with you guys right when you can see the company owner face to face and they care about how you're doing i think that makes all the difference the the amount of times i have cried to hurt like my mom's hr yeah her mom is it's like literally and even john and ferk i have cried in front of them so many times right and i or i'll just I'll, i would have texted ferg be like i really like i just need to work from home today i'm overwhelmed i'm sad i can't get out of bed and he's like okay cool work from your like bed. like right. work from bed like it's fine yeah, yeah take a moment so being able to be open and honest with them and then them still trusting that you know I know what I'm doing and I think that's just kind of like a I feel very fortunate I'm never leaving here (laughs) you're not allowed I told you that (laughs) we're we're gonna rule it all one day (laughs) so I sit here just like (laughs) I can see it I love a female power team oh Oh, yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) same we have big energy we do Um, 
Cute. So I creeped your Facebook. Yeah, I was this. like, you need sure. to ask this because you actually did it. Sure. Yeah, I straight up creeped your Facebook. Okay, no I'm going to add you on Facebook after this. We do do that to every guest, though. <laughs> that's okay. So it's yeah. not creepy. Yeah. It's just fun. Um, and I also asked, I was like, are we best friends now? <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> um, you have a dog. I do have a dog. So his name's Copper. <gasps> Great name. What a good dog name. Yeah. So he's a seven-year-old golden retriever. <laughs> So think of like Fox and the Hound. That's yeah. where I got Copper from. Um, okay, because I'm obsessed with your dog because <laughs> he is so beautiful. Yeah, he's the best boy. How, wait, so how old were you when you got? Were you 18? Mm, yeah, like I hadn't started college yet. I was like, Mom, I'm saving up my tips from the cafe I work at and I'm going to buy a dog this summer. And she was like, all right. <laughs> and that's best where we got Copper. Ever. Yeah, that's he's the great. best ever. That Golden is, Retrievers uh, are good. Is yeah. he good at fat? Mm, he loves to chase it, not necessarily bring it back. Yeah, I he's get a big that. swimmer. So oh. if there's water, he's in it. And we take him camping and everywhere with us, basically. So if we're camping, you'll just hear splash. We're like, okay, coffee's in the lake again. <laughs> He'll come out eventually. Yeah, he's uh, our adventure pup. That's oh, what we that's call so him because nice. he just comes everywhere with us. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. As if someone who has dogs that can't go everywhere with them, I feel like that is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Katie has two. Three? I have two rescues and they're, they're okay. a little reactive. Mm. One very reactive. But yeah, so it's like... It's I, not his fault. No, it's, it's just his tough. Fault. They're He's stressed tough. out. Yeah. That's yes. But I just love like dogs. One day I'll have a dog that can come everywhere with that me. That was my goal when I got Copper is like, I just want to be able to take him places with me. I want to know that if we're like out camping, he can be off leash. Yeah. He's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm like 18 years old, get my puppy and I'm like researching all these training things, but like he's just coming. the smartest Good for you though. That's like at he 18. Like, that's he'll a, jump through hoops and he'll <laughs> weave through things. Stop it. He's the smartest boy. I love him oh, so I much. That. That's a big responsibility at 18. Yeah, it was, but I love it. That's so great. And now I feel like he's been through like so much with me. Like I had him going through college and I had him when I graduated college. I had him when I started my first job, when I met my husband, when we got married. Was he at your wedding? He wasn't at our wedding. I know. Tricky one. But I felt like that day because I'm so particular about him. I like wouldn't want anyone else being responsible for him. And then I'd feel like stressed about it. Yeah. So where'd you get married? Mm, So my husband's family has property in Crammy. So we got married on their property. It's like on the hill and you can oversee Lake Ontario. Oh, that's so nice. nice. Tell me more about your husband. Yeah, so his name's Todd. Oh, and snaps Todd. <laughs> he's an arborist, so he works. Oh, that's oh so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, so he's doing tree work. He's been in that industry like ten years. Like Stop he started it. like right out of high school. So how do you get into that? Like, so he works for a company called Ontario Line Clearing. So they're oh, based okay. out of Coburg. That's cool. Um, but basically, he travels all over Ontario, and does like hydro trimming and removals. Damn. Um, but when the really bad storm went through PEI last October. Yeah, um, he was there for that, so he did a lot That's of that wild. storm cleanup. He loves doing storm work. So if there's a really bad windstorm or trees are falling down. He's like flying out to go look after that. So that's really cool. Yeah, it's a cool job. That is so. very cool. I, I thought about being an arborist for a bit. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't surprise they me. They have <laughs> a few females on staff there, and I'm just like, you go, girl, because it is a hard job. I have gone with him to side jobs before, and it is hard work. So I just love seeing women out there like hustling and like, yeah. especially when they're like lifting as much as the guys. I'm like, yes, you go. That it's is like Jeanette. Jeanette. I love that. She uh, she was a like forest firefighter for That's four cool. four years, but love that. Like, she can just, like, wield a chainsaw. Like, it's nothing. And I'm like, 
okay. She once tried to get me to learn to do it. I was like, I just don't think that's going to end well. Yeah. For, like, knowing myself, this isn't ending well. I love I, uh, you to pieces. I won't use a chainsaw. They scare me too yeah. much. Mm-mm. Too much can go wrong too quickly. I for saw her- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know how this ends. For her birthday <laughs> last year, that's why I got her a chainsaw. Like, a 22-inch, okay. like, this giant chainsaw. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what you want it the for, but it's a inch bar, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, they're huge. I don't even know what any of this means. So your bar is like the part that the chain with the sharp teeth yeah. go on. Go on. It oh. cuts the tree. So it's like a really long. They come in different sizes. Yeah. I think there's like 22, 18. Stop it, really? Yeah. I thought it was all just like a standard size. No. If you're cutting down a really big tree, you need, you a need like bar. a really big. Well, I guess that, yeah. well, that makes sense. And then obviously. some people do like carving with it, so they got like really mm. little bars. Speaking of Brighton, if you're ever chewing around Brighton, there's a really cool chainsaw carving artist really? in Brighton. Stop so it. random houses in Brighton just have these incredible wood sculptures. So there's a house actually not far from No Frills, and it has this incredible huge carved hummingbird so he takes down their tree and then leaves the stump and makes these massive <gasps> oh, I love ornate that. carvings out of the wood with chainsaw. That is so cool. That's, That's really genius. Cool. Yeah, it is so cool. So think... if you're ever looking at the Brighton Residence page, look up chainsaw carving because it's okay. really cool. Wait, is this like Belleville Neighbors? Yeah, but for Brighton. <gasps> <gasps> is, does it get as saucy as Belleville Neighbors? Uh, I would say no. Okay. I would say no. Are you on yeah. Belleville Neighbors too? I am on Belleville Is it Neighbors. so funny? <laughs> Yeah, I don't see a ton of it. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why it doesn't come up on the top of my feed. Maybe I'm not interacting enough. I feel like I interact with it too much. (laughs) But I try to be positive. I try to actually, like, help people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, sometimes it sticks and sometimes people say I'm stupid. But, you know, whatever. Um, You did your effort, though. You tried to help. I tried. I always just try to lead with kindness. That's exactly. That's all we need to do. Right. We We all lead lead with with kindness. kindness. I feel like people just need to, like, chill. A yeah, little bit. Just Sometimes. Little bit. Just, we love you all, but just chill. Just chill. Not everything is so serious. We no. don't need to be posting pictures parking people parking poorly. Yeah, I don't care. It's just a lot of negative energy. Yeah. I'm big on positivity. Let's yes. make it all positive. Yes. Yeah. Let's just be posi. nice to each other and smiles. And it's not always going to be great all the time, but if we all just do our best. So Katie did this thing on our socials yesterday. Yeah, but no one commented. It made me sad. So we're going to do it right now. Okay. So I did because it was like Wednesday. So I did. We need a midday pick me up. What's something good that happened to you this week? So what's something good that happened to you this week? Hmm. It's funny. You don't think about that that often. And now I'm like, why don't I think about this more often? I have a gratitude journal. So every at the end of every day, I write. Do you actually do it every day? Before I go to bed, I write down three things that I'm grateful for, um, something good that's happened in my day. Even if my day was totally terrible and awful, like there's always something journal. good. I got out of bed. Sometimes that's all that the only good thing that's happened is I got out of bed. Right. That's fair. So, but you know what I mean? Like, but it could be anything. It could be like, oh, like, you know. So what's your good thing this week? This week, um, they restocked the peach juice at Starbucks, so I was able to get the best oh my God. peach iced green tea this morning. Okay. And Delish. so good. So, good thing this week. I told you guys I went to Sandbanks yesterday, then we stopped by Slickers on the way home, mm. and it's just the best. What flavor did you get? So, I got the Campfire and the Jack Daniels chocolate. Okay. Oh. I was with my mom, and she got the peanut butter and honey. That's the best flavor I've ever had from there. I've never really? been at Slickers. Honey. It was Slickers never? is like OG. Like that's where I used oh to go gosh. when I would hang out when I'd be running around Picton it's as a child. Incredible. Like we will tra- plan special trips to the county. 
Just yeah. to go to Slickers? To go to Slickers. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, There's like, like an apple pie ice cream. Yeah. Like and the campfire pie. tastes like campfire. Like it's, it's really got little weird. pieces of burnt marshmallow in it. We have to. We're going to do a road trip. My mind is blown right it's now. It's incredible ice cream. Okay. So we're going to go to La Condesa to get tacos. And then we're going to go to Slickers to get ice cream yeah. for dessert. Yeah. It's amazing. I like that. Well, I guess it's I'm my so turn. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I went to therapy again this week for the first time in a while. You did? And you know what? That's a good thing that happened to me. Good for you. Because I chose me. Yeah. I love that. And so. did you get some good insight? Yeah, I did. And now I'm like back on track of sometimes not you feeling just like I'm running into a wall. So, you know. Sometimes you just need a reset. Yeah. And someone absolutely. to remind you that you're killing it. You're doing okay. Because you're killing it. Thank you. Oh, and you're um, killing it. Yeah, oh. you're killing it. Gosh, you guys also, killing it. you look amazing. Like your hair, your I'm like, damn, I need to do my hair in the morning. Okay, can I ask you how do sure. you do your eyelashes? These are my real eyelashes. Those okay. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm a big fan of falsies, but these ones I almost put falsies They're on for beautiful. you. Guys, but I was a little lazy this morning. But okay. So. Is there like a trick? Do you use an eyelash curler? No, I just use, um, I think right now I'm using L'Oreal Telescopic Mascara, okay, like drugstore. That's, that's okay. literally what my 14-year-old, my 14-year-old also has the most insane eyelashes, and that's the mascara she uses. So maybe that's what maybe I need to do. Maybe you just need to try that yeah. one. It's the one I used to use in high school, and I just like went back to it after I think it went time. viral on TikTok. Yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome. Okay. okay yeah. I always, I hate talking about people's looks, but you just look fabulous, uh, and I had to tell you. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Is, did we miss anything mm. that you can think of that you want to shout out? Any like upcoming events? Any shout outs to friends? Or you want to tell us about next year's gala? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think we've kind of covered it all. Um, I'm trying to think about what we've got coming up. We have our guardian uh, our guardian angel announcement coming up, so that's when the community will get to hear who this year's Ooh, angel is. Okay, so that's coming up in June. Okay, so only oh, very weeks, soon. Only a couple weeks away. That's usually where we are able to announce our theme. Okay, too, well, okay. we'll make sure to share it too on our. Yeah, socials, also it might definitely. be out by the time this episode comes. It might I be. Think I think it's coming out in two weeks, but it's a possibility. Then. Yeah. it's still exciting. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, we'll make sure to share it on our yeah. socials and stuff just to. No, thank you guys for having me. This was so Thank awesome. you for coming. I was like, after we chatted about it, I've been listening to all the podcast episodes oh, no. and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are so impressive. Like, I don't know how I'm going to match up to some of these guests you guys have Honestly, had. Honestly, I don't understand why people want to come talk to us sometimes. That was amazing. I love that I cried like four seconds into that one. You did. You also, um, I don't know if you remember this, but you had just gotten a grade back and it, you weren't happy with it. I got a B. Like 30 seconds before you had to say the intro. And so why she is, you are struggling a bit through the intro is because I think that just <laughs> happened. Um, yeah, I was mad about that. That's the only it. thing that brought my whole grade down. That's why yeah. I didn't get like a 98. Uh, when I was <laughs> in school, I like had this course. Honestly, it was a bit of a joke. And there's an assignment due and I did it right away. But then the the Dropbox wasn't open to put it in it yet. So I was like, oh, I'll do that later. Forgot. forgot. Didn't put it in. I would have gotten 100% in that in that class. And I got a 90 because I forgot to put it in the Dropbox. But I was like, you should open the Dropbox. So That sounds like a them problem, not a you problem. That's why I thought I emailed her and never heard back. But that's fine. I still did okay. Uh, no, Zoe was great. I love her dog. I, I, I just, her whole vibe mm -hmm. and... 
what she does and her love of radio is really fun too i love <laughs> that she like, i didn't know that she worked in radio no until she filled out her form she did work at our competitor but that's okay we won't we hold that against you her i'm that. just kidding no we I, do like starboard better <laughs> Um, they pay me. Yeah. So they, my family, I've been in this for a while, but uh, it, it's just cool because she was, although she's not in broadcast anymore, Yeah, it's still cool that young people were going into broadcasting and now the Children's Foundation does the Radiothon. So. Which I think is the coolest thing that Super we cool. can work with the Children's Foundation, but also work with our competition in yeah. a friendly way. It's also because I'm just nerding out about radio. Belleville has one of the only markets that still has locally owned radio stations. Yeah. So a lot of radio stations um, are owned by Bell or Rogers, of course, like these big corporations. Yeah. And so they do, I believe, have like morning shows and stuff. But a lot of other stuff is just syndicated. Yeah. Uh, Belleville is almost an anomaly because Quinny Broadcasting and Starboard Communications, where we are 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100 and Quinty, both locally owned. And I don't know if everyone realizes that and how... Super cool that is. Yeah. And family owned. And family owned. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's the Mortons that own Queenie Broadcasting. Mm -hmm. And then you I'm guys sure have this. this place. And it's just, it's a very cool market. And it's really sad just to see how the big corporations are dismantling radio mm -hmm. in a way that's just absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think people realize how detrimental this is going to be. It's going to turn into like U.S. news. So what's happening is they're going to be oh. broadcasting all this new stuff that, you know, may not apply to where you live. Yeah. But it's all sensational. Mm -hmm. Right. So we like give you that local news you're looking for. And that's why I think local news is so important. Yeah. It it's is. Like, it's cause so important. Because e even the newspapers, the newspaper, like a lot of newspapers are gone. The Intel doesn't even print mm -hmm. every day anymore. The cool thing is, and I'll talk about it more another day. And people probably aren't even listening this far, but I'm technically third generation radio. Yeah. So my grandfather, Fred Sherratt, was, I found out right before leading up to him dying, I learned a lot about him and he was kind of monumental in radio. So <laughs> maybe I'll do like an episode oh, about We need that. to have John on. Yeah. I do don't know if he'll talk about it. He'll talk about it. Yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. I it's think it's just I'm like gonna... it's so interesting. And your grandfather changed Canadian radio. Yeah, and I didn't realize that until I had to drive him to an appointment. <laughs> I had to sit with him in a car for two hours driving him. Did he tell you a story? Yeah, he told me like his journey in radio. Oh my god. Yeah, it was, I was like, what? So maybe I'll share that all with you and do a little. I want to know that. It's pretty cool. I was gonna start sharing it on Starboard. We have an Instagram now for Starboard and um, share it there because I think it's cool that we have that connection. Yeah. And also just educating people on where radio came from. And I'm very passionate about radio. Shocking, I know. But I think it's really cool and it can do so many things. So. I think it is one of the most powerful mediums mm -hmm. in both information, news, advertising, entertainment. You yeah. can do so much. You can do so much. And especially like living in this kind of world where people get burnout from social media, people get like the internet can be a scary, scary place. So just listen to radio. It's great. And especially locally owned radio, mm -hmm. because yeah. technically, if you think about it, if you invest in radio, we just reinvest back into yeah. our we own community. Our community. So like Spotify is not going to show up to your baseball game. No, wait, Kay has, who's going to make a reel about this. I'm very excited. I am making um, a reel about this. To circle back a little bit. Yeah. 
the 2023 uh, Kids Can't Wait Radiothon for the Children's Foundation is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. So That's it's in the fall. So Put we'll, it on your calendar. Yeah, put it on your calendar. You know what everyone should do? Donate. Start saving their oh, change. That's a good idea. So if you start saving your change and then... Save your change. Yeah, save your change. And then, you know, by October, you might have, you know, like 20 or 30 bucks, like throw it at the Children's Foundation. Please do. Because it helps so many kids. Mm -hmm. If there's anything I'm passionate about, it's children. (sighs) And you learn, we learn so much during this. So Uh, I'm excited for the gala. I'm excited for all of it. The gala is so fun. Zoe is a gem of a human. Honestly, I just can't wait to just see see her her again. Yeah. Um, Where are you right now, Zoe? Again, if you want to partner with the podcast, we always, we like money, throw it at us. And if you haven't listened to our one year anniversary episode, go listen to it. That is also, that also came out. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, Mark and Charity are like, they just, I think they're almost at episode 400. Wow. Good for them. Or they might be 411 right now. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. It's a multicultural festival. I'm going to go eat some food tonight. Hopefully with you, you're going to come. Yep. And I think that's it. I have to record a client testimonial, so I got we got to wrap it up. But yeah, and we have a we're going to be on another podcast. We're be on another podcast. The we'll mind. tell you more about that. Oh, okay. Well, secret. Well, no, it's a secret. Okay. We'll, we'll tell you about we'll share that once it gets released. Okay. Bye. Bye. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and Inquinty.ca.